You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Ike Reese, the former Eagles linebacker, now a leading talk show host in Philadelphia, doing a great job. Sports Radio 94 WIP in Philadelphia. Ike, we appreciate you taking the time. We were just talking about Nick Foles, who played well on Sunday. How much confidence do you have in him as we get ready for the NFC title game? Oh, a whole lot. First of all, thanks for having me on, fellas. Cordell, thanks for having me on, brother. Yes, sir. Um, I I got a lot of confidence in Nick Foles, and uh, I think it's just going to boil down to uh, what's asked of him come Sunday. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I got I have confidence in him, but I still have a lot of respect for that Vikings defense and what they're capable of doing. So, you know, if I'm if I'm the Eagles uh, offensive brain trust, uh, I'm going to try to use a game plan that's very similar to what they did last week against the Atlanta Falcons where, you know, you kind of start this thing off like you're in a heavyweight boxing match. And for the first few rounds of the boxing match, you're, you're sort of trying to feel your way through, see what works, see what doesn't work but don't put yourself in harm's way and then when you get to the second half of the fight the the championship rounds of the fight that's when you become a little more aggressive and I thought that's what the Eagles did last week with Nick is that he was a they they dialed up a lot more aggressive passing game plan for him in the second half than they did in the first half and I think that was by design and I think Ike you you alluded to a boxing analogy and and I'll go further with it is it was like what New England did to Atlanta in that Super Bowl, right? What did they do? They jabbed him with a lot of James White in the back out of the flats or or on the wheel routes. And you saw that's what they end up doing with Nick Foles to keep everything conservative so he doesn't have to force it between the tackles. And I thought that was a tremendous job to be able to put him in position to help the team be ahead of down in distance. Do you see them maybe try to mimic that same game plan? Because to go 23 of 20, go 23 of 30 for 266 yards, 166 yards, that's a great day for him in a game of that magnitude to get this team into the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I really do, Corder. I, I, I mean, I would use the same formula. I mean, listen, there's, there's no sense in trying to prove um, how smart uh, you are as a coach or how daring you are as a coach when once you get to this point. Um, you know, sometimes, especially when you're playing at home, let that other team beat, beat themselves. You know, don't help them out. You know, the only way I believe Minnesota uh, can get out in front running this game is if we come out and don't take care of the football like we did last week against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, you get you get down two turnovers uh, in the turnover department against the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not sure you're going to be able to come back and win that football game. So if, if you can put Nick in a situation where, you know, he can be comfortable, they're doing the new RPOs where it's run pass option and Nick can sort of have one read on half the field and then decide where he wants to go with the football. I'm perfectly fine with that. They have to figure out a way to get a running attack started early in this game. And and you mentioned Cordell staying ahead in the sticks. That is so crucial for Nick. You got to keep him out of second and 10, third and 12, third and 15 type of situations. He needs to be in second and six, you know, third and four situations like that where he has the ability to throw the ball or run the ball and keep this Vikings defense sort of guessing as to what he's going to do. If you get to a situation where you're one-dimensional and they know you're going to throw the ball, man, it could be a long day trying to throw against this Viking secondary. 
Chatting with Ike Reese, former Eagles linebacker, Sports Radio 94, WIP in Philly. Ike, from a national point of view, does Doug Peterson deserve more credit for his abilities as head coach, especially in helping the development of Carson Wentz? Yeah, no doubt about it in my mind, fellas. I think sometimes when you have a player that's as great as Carson Wentz was this year, he can sometimes overshadow what the coaches are doing to help him have the type of year that he's having. And since Doug is a relatively young coach, only in his second year, didn't come in with a huge pedigree, uh, really for a lot of people, uh, it was somewhat of a questionable hiring. So he was still trying to earn his chops. And I, I think he's done that, particularly this year. But it started last year. But again, when Carson is having the type of year that he's having, instead of giving, you know, Doug Doug some credit for the type of jump Carson made this year, it almost goes to the quarterback coach. And that's why John DeFilippo is getting interviews for head coaching jobs because he's receiving uh, credit for Carson Wentz's uh, development as, as a quarterback when in reality it's been Doug Peterson, John DeFilippo, and Frank Reich uh, that's allowed Carson to have the type of jump that he had. I Obviously, with Carson's talent, that's the huge uh, factor in the equation. But I, I do believe Doug Peterson uh, is the coach of the year. And if you didn't know it uh, prior to Carson being injured, how could you deny it now when if the other guys in the running, Sean McVay, you're going to have a great argument for him, but he loses at home in his first playoff game with his full complement of players. The other coach that would be in the running would be Mike Zimmer. Uh, he's in the NFC Championship game against uh, – um, Doug Peterson and his team, but I think because Doug didn't have the background at coaching that Mike Zimmer had, uh, and there are more questions around him, and now he's lost his starting quarterback, and he still finds himself in the NFC Championship game. I know they do the voting before the regular season, I mean before the postseason gets here, but he certainly gets my vote. I, I think he's done a, a tremendous job of just keeping this team together uh, after losing the MVP of the league, in my opinion, and Carson Wentz. IQ alluded to a second a second ago, basically saying in so many words that Doug Peterson was being undermined, let's just say, by Jim Schwartz or, or people saying that Jim Schwartz was walking around thinking he may should get the job as opposed to Doug Peterson. But he's played, I think he's played his cards his card extremely well, have this team in the NFC Championship game. But give me the pulse of the city, man. You know how, yeah. ang- from an anxiety <laughs> standpoint and how impatient the city of Philadelphia can be, man. Give me your take on how they've handled themselves with seeing the transition of quarterbacks, but now having Nick Foles playing as well as he did. Are they pretty excited or, or are they still having some doubts? No, no, I tell you what, if, you, if we were to talk last week, fellas, <laughs> you, 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 you would think we were getting ready to play the 89-49ers uh, last week when we played the Atlanta Falcons. There, there was, I, I would say it was probably 50-50 at best as far as feeling positive about the game versus being concerned or having no hope at all. But after last week's game, uh, I, I would say the majority of the fan base, I would even go as far as saying 90 to 95% of the fan base is all on board and believing. And I've, I've tried to tell them, listen, I understand the last two regular season games uh, didn't look very good to the eye, especially offensively. But if, if you if you take the positives out of those games, which is the way the defense played and the way the special teams played, uh, there are plenty of things to feel good about this team with. I think Nick's play last week 
calm some nerves uh, of a lot of people. But overall, just winning the game, um, I think that sort of calmed the nerves of everyone. And this week, we're in the NFC Championship game. I tell you, a month or so ago, uh, after Carson was injured, not very many people believed we would be in this position. I would tell you, most people thought the season ended when Carson got injured. Uh, So to answer your question, Cordell, uh, I would say about 95-plus is is all all on board with with this week's uh, uh, game because, quite frankly, you got nothing to lose. I mean, it's it's the NFC Championship game. Nobody's picking you. Uh, No one expected you to be here. Most of us didn't expect him to be here after the injury. You may as well enjoy this week. These things don't come around very often. Cordell, you know that. They they don't come around very often. And so um, we'll just let the chips fall where they may Sunday. But I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about this game Sunday. I really do. I feel good. It's at home. Uh, Our defense is being underplayed and undersold. Vikings defense is being talked up. That's great. They had the miracle play last week against the Saints. I'm glad that happened. So everybody's focused on that. We're just flying under the radar here in Philadelphia, and come Sunday, we're going to let the dogs out Sunday, and I feel good about the game. I really do. I just don't want to see those masks, Ike. Freaked me out last week. <laughs> I had bad that. dreams. <laughs> well, mine, uh, uh, mine and my co-hosts and my producers, ours got delivered last night, so we warmed through a portion of the show today. <laughs> we got our mask. We got our underdog mask. It's You know how this is. Man. It's a city thing. So we got to ride with it. We got to uh, ride with it. Who let the dogs out? Ike, we know you just wrapped up your show, so we really appreciate you joining us today on the NFL on TuneIn. Oh, uh, no doubt, man. Thanks for having me. Take it easy. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.